0: G'day, Dave. How are you, mate? Very good. How is beautiful Cowra this morning?
1: It's a lovely day in Cowra today. Uh, Not not so hot. Uh, It's cooled off a little bit. Hopefully it stays cool for the Cup meeting on Sunday.
0: You have got a big meeting on Sunday, and I want to talk to you about the the planning for this meeting. Uh, Let's cast back, though, to when we had all that rainfall. Mm. You might not want to think about this, but I think it needs to be uh, reflected on. You had all that rainfall. The Lachlan was rising. They were letting the water out while Anglet because they just needed to. It was at capacity. Uh, and I was explaining to Josh um, Reynolds on the Big Sports Breakfast that he was out there for a harness meeting recently at Cowra. And I said, well, Josh, you know that red grandstand there? That was uh, that bottom level was pretty much uh, had full of water, and he couldn't believe it. Tell us about that day, mate, that uh, you did flood out there at Cowra.
2: Yeah,
1: we got hit twice, Dave. So as you know, I sent you pictures along the way it was happening. Uh, I think the 5th, the 5th of November last year, um, it come through at about, I don't know, three foot high, I suppose. Um, we got stuck in. We had a meeting not too far after that. I think it was the 19th of November. Uh, we got stuck in and fixed it all up, but I think five or six days later, um, morning we just couldn't hold anymore, and um, yeah, they, let, they opened the gates, which they had to, and it went up to, I think, about 2.6 metres um, through that bar area, which you've been in plenty of times. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that impacted the track quite heavily. Um, We just had to wait some time. We had to get some equipment on there. And obviously, there's a harness racing track inside of that, and they wanted to get back and do their exercising and racing and whatnot. So uh, everyone just had to put the shoulder to the wheel and and get stuck in and and fix it, basically.
0: Yeah. I mean, tell us about... Uh, some of the, the damage that was done to the track because it has taken a, taken a while for the, the track to come back and I know that, um, you know, obviously with rails and, and all sorts, I mean, when, once that water subsided, it, it would have looked like carnage.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting to note, there's, at the bend, it, it just rolled up like a wet towel, um, rolled inwards um, so that would be unrolled and uh, just underneath it was just so sodden that uh, it wouldn't take... Um, 100 metres either side of the winning post. That was a problem. Um, it just held. Um, we've got some equipment on there, which basically heavy, uh, and it caused a fair bit of damage uh, just getting the sand off there. So basically, the sand, sand tracks washed onto the turf. Uh, the um, the material that the harness racing people use that washed onto the turf as well, and it just held it. So, you know, to get a proper safe surface, we had to get all that out of there. So. Um, we hired a um, like a vacuum-type truck to, to lift as much sand as we could. Um, we had to cut a section out and replace with uh, new turf and establish that. At the same time that was going on, we had a new irrigation system going in, which had some teething problems, but we got there in the end, though. yeah, yeah. It, it, it did look like carnage, mate. It was just there was large gas bottles floating. Uh, rail disappeared altogether. Um, you know, material from some of the businesses up the road just washed into the track and held there, yeah
0: extraordinary we're yeah. chatting with Peter Ford of course from the Cowra Jockey Club um while I've got you on the phone and I think it's important some of the people that helped assist because obviously you were there but you've got a team as well that are very passionate that put their own time in so now's your opportunity to give them a wrap
1: yeah um yeah mate it was um it's just basically SOS has being sent out to a lot of my mates um and anyone that could help spare some time so at the time um Barry Wall was our track manager, Uh, some of the trainers came and helped, Um, Ken Parsons and his son, uh, a few of the others around, um, they all came and helped as well. Um, Yeah, but you just looked at it and you think, you know, where do I start next? Um, But we got there, you know, we got there in the end and um, it's come together and it's looking really, really good now.
0: What about when it comes to the weekend, mate? So we've got a big meeting on Sunday. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. the, the, the Tropo meeting where um, you're encouraged to wear your best uh, Hawaiian shirt. You've got the, the two big cups on. And I reckon you're going to get a good crowd there on Sunday.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, by the look of our socials, a lot of social activity there with our Facebook pages and Instagram and whatnot. Um, and that's been well received. And there's some memorial races there. Obviously, um, we've had some... Uh, well, people that i knew cow is a small town so everyone knows everyone they approach the club and, and ask could they sponsor a race in uh, in honor of their loved one um, we've also got a jockey challenge the Payne family approached me uh, lovely rose she just said um they'd like to do something in memory of reg um and we've put together a jockey's challenge uh and i'm pretty sure that'll be well received
0: that certainly will be well received and of course Uh, to the the Payne and Hieronymus family. Uh, No doubt they'll be uh, in full swing on Sunday. Cowra would have been roaring Saturday afternoon.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, what a a buzz. Uh, Yeah, and good on him. It's great to see Adam back in the winter circle and doing what he does best.
0: Fantastic. Now, mate, for those that are are coming to town on Sunday, give us some timings. Uh, What's the best way to to get to to see this many? Of course, the Cowra Cup... On Sunday, 36,000. The Kara Japan Cup, 32,000 over the 1,200. And then have got, um, i tell you what, will be well received. The country boosted benchmark, 58, mate. They're always in the country boosted maidens. Uh, they are attracting really good fields, those country boosted races.
1: Yeah, Dave. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing the noms for that one. Uh, they haven't, they're not out just yet. But, um, yeah, I'm sure that'll be well received. Um, the cups are always pretty strong as well. Um, so yeah, we're expecting the first race to be you know 1:30 ish. Um, yeah, people get there early, get their seat. Um, plenty of cool drinks, uh, food on, food on standby, ready to look after the punters over there, mate. Yeah, that's
0: sensational, mate. Uh, well done to you and the team for uh, getting this all together. I look forward to seeing how it all unfolds Sunday. It's going to be strange not being there in Cowra. Unfortunately, I couldn't be out there this year. You're the only one that's got a chopper to you, Peter. Uh, You haven't bought yourself one yet, Doug? No, I haven't bought myself one. If anyone out there has got a chopper and wants to go to Cowra, I'll go. I'll go. I've (laughs) got got the green light and the leave pass. It's just a matter of getting out there, mate. But um, it's a shame that with the timings of of this year, I just couldn't. But I'll be there in spirit, mate, if I can't get the chopper. And uh, I look forward to seeing all the photos come through. And as I said, mate, um, been there plenty of times. uh, And family connection out there through... Obviously, Wangler and the dam, and it's a, it's a beautiful part of New South Wales.
1: You're doing a good job, Dave, and we really appreciate your support out this way, mate. Uh, appreciate it.
0: Let's talk later in the week, mate, and talk about some of these noms when they roll through. Uh, not only for the, uh, the two big ones, the Japan Cup, uh, the Cowra Japan Cup, and also the Cowra Cup, but these uh, benchmark boosted races and uh, boosted maidens, mate, because I think it's going to be well supported. Have a great day, Buck.
1: Thanks, Dave. See you,
0: mate. Bye. Peter Ford there, joining us this morning on Racing HQ. So that uh, Cowra Cup meeting is on Sunday, the 21st of January. And if you're heading into town uh, throughout the weekend, plenty of nice restaurants, pubs in Cowra. Stay the weekend. Um, If you head over to uh, the Jockey Club nice and early... Get yourself planted. It's a, a really nice place to, to watch the races at the Cowra Doggy Club because you've got a lot of gazebos out the front, uh, very close to the mounting yard area. And you've also got that front bar section. So you can plant yourself there and watch the horses come in, be paraded, and hopefully back plenty of winners, lots of bookies out the back too, and also plenty of tab facilities. So, And one thing I can tell you, they always have the beer nice and cold at Cowra. Always nice and cold. It's always on the the proper to-do list. So our two chats this morning thus far on HQ, Tyler Schiller and Peter Ford from Cowra. We're going to take a break and hopefully chat next with Annabelle Neesham, Danny Beasley, Kayla Nisbet, and Brett Kavanagh.
1: You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker. At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf Lowest Price Guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply.
0: Isn't it time you got away from it all? Time to recharge with an ambassador travel racing getaway. Time to discover the magic of the top end and head to the Darwin Cup Carnival in August for the richest days of racing in the Territory. And you can extend your stay to take in the incredible Kakadu National Park, include a brilliant barramundi fishing tour, or discover many other highlights of the top end. Call Ambassador Travel today on 7 or visit ambassadortravel.com.au.
1: Hey, Todd Gurley here, catching all the Super Bowl action here at the Gold Coast
0: Turf Club. Don't miss the Gold Coast's official Super Bowl viewing party in the Gold Coast Turf Club's Tab Auditorium, Feb 12. Book now. We're on.
1: What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
0: Heavy track today. Who are you thinking? Mm, not
1: vibing risky lettuce. Getting sinker vibes. Risky name. Feels
2: risky. Yeah, right. Though, it says on the tab app she's firming. Ah. Don't just vibe it. Get expert tips and sky racing analysis in Tab's new race feed.
1: Yeah, actually, I'm getting swimmer vibes. Going with her. Of course you are. Tab, we're on. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9. Kia's all electric seven seat SUV. With an integrated panoramic display and premium relaxation mode, the Kia EV9 provides you with all the best luxury and comfort features. I'm a legend, master, minor, Book a test drive and experience the most groundbreaking Kia ever.
2: Kia, movement that inspires.
0: 9.38, you're listening to Sky Sports Radio and Racing HQ and joining us on the line now is Annabelle Nisham. G'day, Annabelle.
2: G'day Dave, how are you?
0: Very good mate, Uh, much better than I saw you on Sunday morning (laughs) I'll give you the tip Uh, What about your end of Saturday though? Of course, winning that last race it was a lovely win and lovely ride by James She's going places
2: Yeah, she's definitely improved I think she um, we've probably been riding her a little bit quieter and I wasn't ever sure she'd get beyond the 1200 but she ran that trip out the 1300 no problem and um, yeah, she's it keeps on improving, and um, yeah, just great for the owners. So you know, she was a very cheap purchase as a young horse, and I think she's she's now won about one point three million. So um, she's yeah, she's been great to us all.
0: Of course, I speak of Lady Laguna. She was a cheap purchase. She was by Overshare, and obviously, you've got you've got OTI involved. But how um, how did you receive the horse? Did you pick her out, or was she picked for you, or how did no. all that work?
2: Well, she was actually the first horse OTI sent me, and wow. um, Terry terry henderson um who owns otr he very cleverly picked her out of a paddock um at spendthrift she's by overshare and um, i think she was his first crop and um yeah he bought a couple of, of horses out of the paddock so i was just lucky that she was she was the one sent to me um and i remember when she first turned up she'd been in the cold victorian winter and she turned up with a three-inch long coat and um yeah, didn't think that sort of four months later she'd be winning an early two-year-old race, but she's, um, you know, her record, she hasn't won that many, but she's obviously won two now. But when you go back to her record, she's rarely out of the top three and, and she's placed in proper races, the Percy Sykes, the Arrowfield Sprint. Um, she's, she's always been in good company and, and always been very competitive.
0: And what about Naval College? I mean, you were watching no doubt from the, well, you were watching from the Gold Coast, but I mean, a lovely ride, from Jet Stanley who's been doing a lot of work with you guys and and, uh, that hard work paying off but he just tracked those two horses, ambled up on the outside and then of course it was about half an hour later, it might have even been earlier than that we heard the time one fifty nine eleven for the 2,000 metres and I'm tipping he's pulled up a treat
2: He has, he's a lovely horse Um, I think they thought the watches were broken, I think that's why it took so long for them to confirm the time but um yeah, he's just got the most beautiful racing pattern. Um, he's been lucky. He seems to have drawn good gates as well, which always helps, but he's, um, you know, he's able to just sit up on, on the speed, and obviously that was a, a ferocious tempo. Um, I was watching the splits thinking, oh, they're going a bit quick here, but um, he just absorbed that pressure, and um, he was very impressive late. We've always had a really good opinion of him. Look, um, the, the way in which he won probably took me a little bit by surprise, and he's still so lightly raced. So, he's a really exciting horse for High Clear going forward.
0: And he just obviously knew that prep, didn't he? Because he arrived in well, he arrived in Australia in that uh, late 2022, and he had that first prep not until March uh, the following year. And you've just taken your time with him.
2: Yeah, we have, and he kept he kept bumping into Fort in the park. Um, we bumped into him once anyway, and it was frustrating because two nice horses, and there weren't enough um, races for them to split them up. But I always knew you know he'd be better again this campaign um and as i said he is still so lightly raced so he's bred to get a trip as well um you know he's there's no reason on pedigree why he won't run out 2 miles so um look whether whether a Sydney Cup or something like that's too early in his career you know we'll, we'll just see how he goes he's going to run in the Australian Cup next Friday over the 2400 and um i think we'll just take him through his grades he's he's i think he's um yeah, gone up a, he, he actually was a bit out of the handicap um, on Saturday. So he's gone up a, a fair few points for that. But um, he looks like he should be very progressive and, and able to go through the grades. It's
0: exciting. We're chatting with Annabelle Neesham uh, this morning. Before I get into sort of future runners, you, you're happy with how both stables are going? I mean, you've got a, a huge team in Sydney and obviously also that team uh, up north at Eagle Farm. So um, there's a lot of moving parts, isn't there?
2: yeah there is and and well rob's down at Packington this morning we've got a few trialing down there as well so um you know we've spread out but we've got a great team and um yeah the horses are, are running really well we had a bit of a quieter spring than we would have probably liked we had a, a, a i think a little bit of a virus going around which was frustrating um but we're over that now and the horses are starting to run really well
0: Looking at your acceptances, only the one acceptance uh, tomorrow on the Kenzo. Uh, one of these OTI runners uh, in court in Tutu, uh, the French gelding, and uh, he's been up to Queensland, had success. He's now back in Sydney. He's had the two trials, and he'll be wanting to get some kilometres into his legs.
2: Yeah, he will. We'll see the best of him when, when we get him out to sort of 2,400. Um, he won't want it too wet, actually. We'll Let's see what the track is in the morning. Uh, but he's a really nice progressive horse. Um, probably took, a, you know, that, that first few runs to acclimatise last campaign. Um, he's been gelded since, and um, he's another horse that, you know, we'll take through the grades and see where we end up with him.
0: Okay, so uh, that's in Tutu. Uh What about um, other runners, mate, uh, for uh, the weekend ahead? Obviously, we've got some nominations in. Um, will we see a number of your runners accept, obviously, Claim the Crown uh, possibly on Saturday? Some two-year-olds nommed as well?
2: Yeah, Claim the Crown possibly kicks off and then um, he's he's another one that'll want more ground um and then we've got some really exciting two-year-olds um at this stage we're probably looking at deputize and maybe Basusto um running in the two-year-old race we've got a few other noms there as well couple, um inner visions is in but he mm-hmm. may well wait for a thousand meter option a week later but you know we're starting we've been haven't had many two-year-old runners yet um but you know these are some of the we feel our better better ones about to um head to the
0: races so um yeah what about some of the big stable stars um i speak of uh obviously zaki we saw him go west and um still run a very gallant race all being pipped on the post and also sunshine in paris
2: yep um zaki he came back from perth had a three-week holiday and he's now back in work he's actually down at the the beach in Melbourne doing a, yeah, a few weeks down there before we bring him back up not sure of his targets yet but um when j got off him he said don't retire him yet he feels unbelievable so I think we just got to pick the right races with him um and Sunshine in Paris um she's back in the stable she looks phenomenal um she's bigger and stronger again so very excited about her
0: yeah and learning to fly as well
2: He's back. Yeah, she's just trialed really well this morning. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's another one. Great to have her back in the stable. We've missed her. And um, she's, another, you know, she had a um, a long layoff. Um, but I think it's yeah, certainly done her no harm. She looks great.
0: They're obviously your headline horses. What about some of the horses, or, or maybe it is those couple that we just mentioned, that you're really expecting... To you know, you, you mentioned that obviously spring uh, was a little bit quiet, but uh, obviously uh, a virus and, and things just didn't go to plan. What about you know the autumn ahead? What what horses do you think are really going to put their hands up?
2: Oh, we've got a couple of imports as well. We've got a really nice horse called Mighty Ulysses, who's one to look out for. He's only just started doing his pace work, so a bit early to to tell sort of where we'll be at with him. But he's got really good Group One form in Europe. Um, He's been gelded um, since his last run over there, um, so he's probably one that I'm, you know, really looking forward to. Um, the number of other imports as well. Um, it just depends how sort of quickly they come to hand. You know, we've been fortunate. A couple of our horses, of European horses, have come to hand pretty quickly, um, so we're hoping these are the same. Because yeah, a few few horses there with um, some nice. Um, form over in the UK. Mm.
0: And you mentioned the, the Warwick Farm trials today. Uh, we've already seen obviously Learning to Fly, uh, Win, Man Behind the Money was very, very good uh, as well. Uh, and also too, speaking of the two-year-olds, we've got a really interesting two-year-old runner uh, that I'm I'm fascinated to see how he goes. Of course, um, Blazing Sword a little bit later on. Has he got ability?
2: Yeah, he does. He's quite a big burly colt. Um, first trial today. So He'll just, be, um, he'll just be ridden for the experience and, and he comes through it well. We'll give him, you know, more of a solid trial in two weeks. But with all of our horses, sort of whether they're two-year-olds or not, we you know we normally give them an easy trial first time and um, then just ask a bit more of them next time out.
0: I love it. Uh, great to talk with you, Annabelle. Looking forward to seeing how these horses go, not only today at the trials but in the next couple of weeks. And no doubt we will chat to yourself and Rob.
2: Perfect. Thanks very much.
0: Cheers. Annabelle Neesham.